Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast. This is your host, Paul Spatola from Rochester, New York. All right, I want to jump right into this. So first things first, I'm doing this kind of ad hoc. I don't have any notes in front of me. I've got an hour and 20-minute drive I've got to make. And I was kind of sitting there thinking to myself, you know, I, I pump out a podcast yesterday, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm pretty excited about this. I prepared for that one, and it kind of showed up a little choppy. Um, and I said to myself, you know what, after listening to it, it kind of feels a little more organic than some of the other ones that I did. Granted, there was a three and a half year difference between the last podcast and the one I released yesterday, but I thought some of this is going to be about simply providing content and every single instance of every part of our life isn't always going to be perfectly planned. So I'm going to ad hoc this a little bit and kind of walk you through and tell a little bit of a story of what ended up happening once I actually started, um, you know, once I actually started the tent rental business. So um, I'm going to sort of bring it back a little bit to March of 2021. Um, And I suppose even I should go back a bit further. So when my dad sold his business in 2017, I purchased from my dad a 20 by 20 pole tent, 20 by 30 pole tent, 20 by 40 frame, um, a handful of eight foot tables, a stack of 60-inch chairs, I'm sorry, a, st- a stack of chairs, and um, a couple sidewalls, right? I, I, I got stakes, some stake caps, um, and a two-wheel dolly, right? I, I, I told you before on those podcasts several years ago, the house I used to live at had two sheds and I could drive into the backyard. Um, so at any rate, that's that's kind of where, before I officially started the business, that's a, that's that's what I had. Um, I was kind of setting up tents here and there, letting friends and and family members borrow tables and chairs. Like, I mean, literally borrow, not renting from me. Um, I was charging like, you know, a hundred bucks to go set up a 20 by 20 pole tent for, for a friend with the tables and chairs, which in today's world and in 2013 real pricing, my 20 by 20 pole tent 40 chairs, eight, five eight-foot tables, delivery, damage waiver, tax, you know, depending on where it is, that's that's going to be an average of like $550 altogether, including tax. The delivery is going to be a variable, of course. Do they add other things, sidewall, an extra table? Do they want six-foot tables instead of eight-foot tables, right? Like, those little things are going to be all part of the variables, but that's a $550, loosely speaking, $550 job that takes me and one other person, you know, 30, 30 minutes on site, 40 minutes on site. So I start with these three tents and I'm, I'm kind of loosely doing this. I'm, I'm letting people borrow stuff. I'm a friend of a friend is asking for something. So, you know, I'm, I'm putting an entire price quote together and then I'm, I'm dropping the price by 25% so that it's a deal. It's, it's not the hassle. Hey, let's do this cash. Right. That was all well and good, but I wanted to kind of walk through from that point up until how I got how I got started in real life, not how I said I would do it on episode 13 of last uh, of uh, of season one, if you will. So it was really this word of mouth game, right? I, I one major difference in how I said I would do it versus how I actually did it was I really played the word of mouth game a lot more aggressively than I said I would. I I used, I leveraged friends who knew that I had tents, tables, and chairs. And I said, hey, listen, if anyone, if you know anyone needs one, you know, graduation season is coming up, you know, X, Y, Z, pick a topic, pick a kind of event. The church needs a hundred chairs, so on and so forth. And, and that's exactly what happened. I, I started leaning into the people saying, hey, my cousin needs a tent. I leaned into those things. I said, yeah, send them my number. And I basically created the name of the business several years ago before I ever had the business name itself. So uh, quite frankly, I, I kind of jumped a little bit of the planning process and I started putting those tents out just to try to make a little extra scratch. Like I said, 25% off, 50% off. It depended on who it was and what it was for. There was no normalcy in pricing. There was no outbound sales approach. There was no website. There was no Instagram. There was no, there was no any of the things that I said I would do to get this thing set up. And it was fine. It was working just fine. You know, there were a couple instances where somebody was looking for 60 inch round tables, which I did not have. 
And I said, hey, I'm not going to do that. And then at some certain point, not following my own plan and not following any advice I'd given on this podcast, the next person asked for 60-inch rounds, and I got super, super impulsive, and I went and I picked up six 60-inch round tables because I had two that I, that I ended up um, you know, buying for my dad. So now I've got eight. So right out the gate, I'm not maximizing any profit. I've got, I'm not following any plan whatsoever. I'm not using any legitimate pricing structure or model. And I'm spending money on stuff that I don't have data to back up saying I must have 60-inch rounds. That's kind of how 2020 went. There was a couple cool little things that, that happened in that process. Um, I ended up following a plan to following the plan that I've I've said to you in a sense where um, a local fire department said, "Hey, listen, we need a tent. We need it for a month." And I said, "Great, I can give you this." I said, "This is what I have. Here you go." And they said, "Awesome, right?" We had a good conversation about it. You know, friends of friends because I'm a fireman, as you all know. Uh, and, and there's a lot of that kind of like everyone helping each other out sort of thing. Well, it kind of gets to this point where the conversation turned and all of a sudden they say to me, no, listen, I actually, we actually need this. We need this tent for 10 weeks, maybe 11 weeks, maybe 12 weeks. Now, the version of me that you all don't know went into like, all right, let's get a structure. Like, let's get this thing rocking and rolling. You know, I'm going to make major investments. I haven't, I haven't, it's been a while since I've set up a structure, but now I'm going to start thinking about the big tools I need and trailer transportation and so on and so forth. And, and, and the problem that I have that you all need to start to understand is that I don't want to take things step by step. Like it, my body, my, 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 who I am isn't step by step. If I wanted to buy, if I wanted to be like, um, let's say if I wanted to own a football team, then I would immediately be like, where can I get $2 billion? I wouldn't say, go get a job at the football arena and try to work my way up over 30 years. Like I go from zero to 12,000 every time on absolutely everything. I have no space between the start of the engine and throttling all the way up. And it's a, honestly, it's a huge problem that I have on a, on a personal and professional, excuse me, professional level. So instead of buying structure, instead of buying a massive frame tent, instead of dropping excessive amounts of money, I actually just spent a little bit of time and did what I'm good at and had a little of that consultative approach to the sales, which was, this is what you guys said you wanted. What if we try this instead? And it worked out in a way beautifully because they were looking for a pretty a pretty big tent that they wanted to keep up for a long time. Their budget was budgeted enough for like a 20 by 20 frame tent. And I said, let's call a spade a spade. I'll give you the frame tent. We'll call it. I have to buy it. You're going to pay full price for it. You're going to, this is what you're going to pay for it. And they said, okay. And it was essentially a perfect meet in the middle. Now, the reason I'm telling you this whole long story of I went to structure because they wanted a bigger tent. I went to frame because they wanted a bigger tent, blah, 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 is I need you to start to get how my mind works. So when I'm dialing it back, I'm dialing it back with, I think, uh, a pretty good justified reason. Because every single time we get into some of these, should I buy this? Should I do this? A lot of those conversations that I'm having, a lot of the conversations that I'm having with people that I'm, I'm kind of putting out there are related to, we're all trying to do more than we should. And that's the complete opposite of what happened for me when I was moving this out. So I end up getting the deal done. I buy a 20 by 20 high peak frame tent. I get a couple, excuse me, I get a couple extra, uh, an extra set of stakes. I get an extra set of ratchets. So this thing is hunkered all the way down. And I said, you're, you're essentially going to be paying for this tent, these sidewalls. Like I'm charging you at the rate of the purchase. It's because it'll be out for 12 weeks. It's because, you know, frankly, this thing is probably going to get beat the hell up. And if that's true, not only am I going to lose money on this, this is my conversation with them. Not only am I going to lose money on this investment, but I'm not going to be able to turn this investment over in the coming years because it's going to get worn 
it's going to get worn. It's going to get beaten up. They had no problem with it. It was, I was honest. I was transparent. And now all of a sudden, I've got a fourth tent, six extra tables, without any thought behind any of that. Right? From the original conversation, we're getting closer to the total amount of, or total volume of tents and tables and chairs that I said I would get to, but I wasn't doing this with a plan. I was just doing it because I said, okay, this is an opportunity to make money. And I think that's going to be a really good point of conversation for us as we move forward because a lot of us do that. A lot of us say, this is going to be a good opportunity for me to make money. If you can make that happen on one shot, you're not wrong. But if you end up gambling the wrong way with that at $50,000, $100,000, like that'll, that'll dramatically change how things happen for you. So let's fast forward a little bit further into that, into that same year. So I take that 20 by 20. I get a friend of a friend wants to do a bridal shower. This is the reason I bought the 60-inch rounds. I go and get myself some linens. We go out there. We get this thing set up. And as just as we're about to raise that center pole, one of my best friends who has literally never set up a tent in his entire life, I'm not even standing next to him. I'm not around him at all. I tell him, all right, go raise the center pole. Well, my guy, he takes that center pole, he gets it through the grommet, and without checking to make sure that he didn't catch any of the rest of the vinyl that he was looking at, he just sent that thing straight into the, straight up. And in one fell swoop, I create an 18 to 20 inch L hole in the very pit, very top of that, that tent. Like this hole for me with where I am doing what I'm doing, this hole is, I need a new top, not a, Hey, I'm going to spend some time to stitch this thing. This is way too big for a patch. Like we absolutely, he absolutely destroyed that top. What do I do? <laughs> I am 40 minutes away from my house. I do not have an extra tent top with me because who does? I don't have a trailer. I don't have any of these things. And this is a friend of a friend who's hosting a bridal shower. So yeah, I'm embarrassed. I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little mad that he made this mistake. I'm a little mad that I didn't catch him making the mistake, right? It's all these things, but these are things I didn't think I would be dealing with because I'm so far in front of the idea of setting up a 20 by 20 in my mind that I'm barely paying attention to what I'm doing while I'm installing this tent, right? So we go back to the shop, we get a 20 by 30, we swap it all out. I apologize for the timetable, so on and so forth. They don't know the difference. They could give a shit, to be honest with you. They're just happy that the tent is there and it is what it is. But part of my problem is I just bought a brand new tent. And part of my problem is I just bought 60 inch rounds. I do not have extra money to go back and buy another 20 by 20 top. So I pull out the handy dandy credit card and I go and I buy myself a brand new top, just the top, not the rest of the stuff. That's how 2020 went for me. Uh, 2021, excuse me. 2022, a little bit different. Uh, we start to come into 2022 and I'm starting to do some dumb stuff, guys. Like people are asking me for things you know, I'm starting to buy some stuff. I'm starting to do this. I'm starting to do that. And I'm like, why are you doing what you're doing right now? Right? Somebody asked me for cocktail tables. Again, friend of a friend, not charging regular pricing, you know, all those kind of things. I don't own cocktail tables. And they're like, hey, I need 10 cocktail tables and 10 linens for the cocktail tables. And I want like 100 chairs. So reptile brain over here, that's me looks at the whole entire pricing structure of the chairs, the linens that I now currently own and I can use so I can re-rent them, the delivery fee, all of it. And I'm like, well, this is a no-brainer. I'll spend $1,500 on nice bistro tables, which I rent at $10 a table, by the way, to get my $500 job. Like, yes, is that how we all grow? Of course it's how we all grow but I didn't have an established business yet. I was doing this because I was just like, sure, I'll buy it. Sure, I'll buy it. Sure, I'll buy it. So in those first two years, prior to actually launching the business, I've got eight 60-inch round tables, 
six are brand new. I've got 10 bistro tables, all brand new. I've got two brand new tops. One of them is a complete tent, right? That's right there. That's like, let's see, 25, three, three. I mean, we're talking like $8,000 right out the gate without making $8,000 back at the same time. And then I'm looking at the chairs that I have and I'm starting to literally panic. And I'm like, these things are absolutely destroyed. I can't send out a brand brand new vinyl, 20 by 20 pole tents, brand new, 20 by 20 high peak, brand new. I can't send out brand new vinyl with these chairs. So I start to do a little bit of a tailspin, my friends. Start booking some work. Again, this is all side stuff, setting up on a Saturday, taking down on a Sunday kind of stuff. I start booking some stuff and I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I got to buy new stuff. And I went into a complete panic. This is one of the things I didn't anticipate. And this is why, this is actually kind of the genesis of this whole um, recording while I'm driving is I had never been the owner. I worked for my dad, legitimately worked for my dad from like 13 years old, 14 years old. It was when I like actually started working, working till I was like, I don't know, 20, 2017. I had, it, it was my family business. So I felt discipline didn't matter to me. Motivation didn't matter to me. Like there wasn't a different choice. I need to do it. It needs to get accomplished. But this was the first time that it was mine. And that was a pretty wild experience to be like, no, this needs to be perfect. I need this to be exactly what I need this to be. I can't send out this garbage. So I panicked. And just as you may expect, I took those chairs straight to the curb. I scrapped them in in all reality. I went online. I did a quick comparison bought a bunch of chairs and then right before I actually pulled the trigger on the purchase I started panicking about my tables my 8 foot tables are 25 year old probably 20 year old Palmer Snyder tables that are beefy these bad boys are built to last I mean these are like old school built they are super durable but all of you listening can probably take a quick guess that they were absolutely mangled so I'm battling this idea of the functionality is perfectly fine. Nine out of 10 people do not care because a lot of those people are going to put covers on the top. A lot of those people are going to hopefully, hopefully rent linen from me to make that a reality, right? And that's also a sale point to be fair, but it's all the dings and scrapes and cuts and the corners are jacked up and you know some of the legs are just a little bent. So the point of all of this is that as I'm analyzing this, Knowing that I need to replace my equipment if I'm going to start a rental business, knowing that I'm going to need these things to be better than they are, higher quality than they are, I I straight up panicked, my friends. I went in there and I bought 200 chairs. I went in there and I added a bunch of eight-foot tables. I went in there and I, I just started spend, 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 spend. I don't have any cash flow, guys. So I'm completely working against what I've said in the past. The only thing I did in that that made any of the same sense was open myself up a brand new zero APR credit card. But I didn't even do that for this purchase. I just straight up wiped out bank accounts that weren't attached to my business because I didn't have a business yet. (laughs) So so I wiped out the accounts. More 60s, more 8-footers, chairs. And then I got really, really amped up and I called Eureka, like I said I would, and I bought myself a brand new 20 by 30 top because the 20 by 30 top was sent out for a friend's cousin's wedding. This is my favorite story and this was sort of the linchpin. This is sort of the linchpin in 2022, 2021, that made me say, I've got to to change. I've got to do something about this. I take this 20 by 30, I drive it 45 minutes south of me into what I I would legitimately consider like farm country. The guy that I'm setting this up for, he drives, at that point, was driving a like 2000 F250 diesel regular cab with a wood bed. So having had many drinks with this man before, partied, he's the cousin of one of my best friends, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, this dude's going to just have a throwdown for his wedding. 
I say, do you need any tables and chairs? He says, nope, my wife's going to get some of those from work. I said, cool. I didn't even think about questioning what the hell that meant. So I show up. My sidewalls are old. My tent is totally functional. No holes, no, no, no patches, but it's worn. The sidewall rope, I'm sorry, the ropes that I use to set up on my stakes are frayed as all shit. The stake caps are dirty. Like, this would have been, this would have been maybe questionable for a graduation party. And I'm saying maybe, like, probably would be fine, is fine, really. But not for a wedding. And what I really, really got, what really sent me over the moment, the catalyst was... I'm finishing wrapping up, tidying everything up. She shows up in a big flatbed, and what do I see? Shibari chairs, <laughs> chandelier. I'm like, where the hell did she get these? What does she do for work? And he says to me, "Oh, she's the head of uh, the head of wedding planning at this venue," and I'm like. Holy shit. I was so embarrassed, guys. I, like, sincerely, I was so embarrassed. She knew exactly what she was doing. She brought her own table. She brought shivari chairs. She snagged a chandelier, two to be exact, because she knew that the 20 by 30 pole tent had two center poles. She knew what she was doing. And she brought this thing in and dressed it up, and I could see as they were unloading their equipment that they were taking from their wedding venue to put into my 12-year-old vinyl tent top with frayed sidewalls and frayed ropes that this wasn't going to be a good look. And that's exactly how it was. So that circles me to, I pulled the trigger after this wedding, I pulled the trigger and I bought a brand new 20 by 30 and I pulled the trigger and I bought 200 white folding chairs and I pulled the trigger and I bought more eight foot tables because I was like, this cannot be the way that this goes down. My word of mouth is going to fall flat if this is the quality that people are coming to expect when they're picking up equipment for me, or I'm sorry, when I'm, when I'm giving them this equipment. Now my pricing is pretty reflective of this not being new. So easy conversation to say, Hey, listen, if you wanted nice stuff, go down the road to the professional tent rental businesses that are absolutely magnificent and gigantic around me, by the way, their competition around me is extraordinary. And I don't mean like they're tough. I mean like they're great. I have serious awe for what some of the, the folks do around me. Bringing it back, though. So, we're in the winter of 2023. 2022, excuse me. This is when I started pulling those triggers. The ARA shows were happening. Specials were going down. Pay in, pay in full and you get 18% off. So, my friends, that's, that's exactly what I did. I jump on with Eureka and I buy not just... <laughs> not just the 20 by 20, I'm um, sorry, the 20 by 30, but I jump on there and I bought myself a 20 by 40, right? I jump on there and I start to get some, some better stakes and ratchets, all the things that you might need. And I started just going absolutely ham on, on expenses. I go out there and I find myself a little teeny trailer. It's a six by 12 single axle, uh, bad decision. I can tell you right now, it's 2023 in November. That was a poor decision that I made uh, to buy that trailer. I should have bought a bigger trailer. I knew it then. I'm telling you all right now, um, I didn't listen to my own advice. 7 by 16 was is what I really should be using right at this moment. Uh, 7 by 14 might be fine. I'm not. A, I don't care about it being an 8 by 16 or whatever. It's just this trailer is too small. So I'm going off on a total frenzy. I've bought tents. I bought chairs. I've bought uh, tables. I've, I, I'm just going absolutely bananas. I made like $5,000 in 2021. And in 2022, I made like, I think it was like $9,800, including a long-term rental, by the way. And I probably spent in those two years about $20,000. Most of my equipment at this point is in phenomenal shape. Most of my equipment right now is, is pretty much brand new. There's a couple things, one little mistake I'll tell you about from this year that happened, but, um, I looked at that and I went into 2023 this year saying to myself, 
I'm carrying $8,000 in credit card debt. I have written off everything I could possibly write off, which is going to put me in a different and more challenged position for 2023 taxes, this year's taxes, right? Because I just dropped all this cash without thinking about how I was going to drop the cash. That's completely against what I said you should do, completely against what I wrote out and mulled over for years, completely against actual common sense. I'm impulsive, and a lot of us are impulsive because we see we can get that job. I literally did what I tell and consult not to do in real time. This happened. And I'm like, holy holy shit. Like, bingo. What did you do? Why did you do this? I did it because I'm impulsive, and I did it because I wanted to get the job. I've put this whole new plan together, which is... I'm not going to go get bank money. And that's exactly what I did. I went and I got a credit card and I swiped and I bought a bunch of I bought a bunch of equipment. Zero APR, just like I said it would. But guys, the whole point of this is it gets me to 20 uh, it gets me into 2022 and I'm like, "You know what? Screw it." 2022 comes around, March comes around. I'm having this conversation with my wife and I'm like, "I'm pedaling these tents and tables and chairs and I'm buying this stuff and I don't have a way to do anything with it because I don't have a website because I don't have an Instagram because I'm not a business. I'm me sending out tents, tables and chairs to friends and acquaintances of a friends and so on. So I launch it and it was like no big fanfare either. I launch it and here we are. It's March. I'm thrilled in my body, in my mind, but there's nothing going on. It's March. I've got 20 by 20s. I'm not going to be picking up anything of of value or of sorts for at least a couple months other than those people who are pre-planning their grad parties and bridal showers and whatnot. But I don't have any Google reviews and I don't have any Instagram and I don't have any Facebook. So people are going to see the website and they're going to call. And if I don't answer, which by the way, I didn't, then there's no business, right? And that's pretty much exactly how 2023 went. I think the total, the total online inbound request of 2022 was 64. It was 64 or 68 or 69. It wasn't 70. I'll put it that way. From March of 2022 to December 31st of 2022, I had 68 inbound requests for work through my website for the year 2022. That's not that bad for a first time in business, but I already told you that I made like $9,600 that whole entire year. So you guys can start piecing some of this together that I'm starting to have a little bit of fraud in my mind. I'm starting to have a little bit of, do I actually know what I'm doing? Because when I was selling a million dollars a year, I, I certainly knew what I was doing. When I was when I was GMing and operation managing you know, people in different states, like I certainly knew what I was doing. So what in, what in the hell is going on right now? It was fear. I was now the owner. It was fear. I'll, it, it, is, it, it is the truth. I've got a job. I've got income. I'm making my life harder by trying to build this business. And more importantly, trying to build this business the wrong way off my plan, off a plan I've built. And I'm, it's simply fear. I don't want to trust a couple of my friends who have never set up tents before to come out here and help me start slinging some vinyl. I don't trust that they're going to be able to back this trailer up because they've never backed up a trailer. I don't trust that they're not going to destroy the tent top because when it, when they did, they did. They destroyed the tent top, right? I basically went from full confidence to I'm the only one who can do all of these things and it happened pretty damn quickly. So um, that's how 2022 went. Weird, 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 guys. I'm, I'm thinking about 20,000 square foot warehouses. I'm thinking about logistics in multi-states. I'm thinking about who am I going to get a tractor, tra- which is the best carrier for me to get, to get a tractor trailer from so that I can move 45,000 pounds of concrete block and roll. Now, <laughs> now I'm saying to myself, nobody can back up a six by 12 trailer with my truck. It's pretty stark differences here. Um, 2023, I said, no way. 
I cannot let this happen the way that it just happened. So I'm feeling motivated. It's the spring. People are calling. You know, it was a it was a 300% ish, 400% ish difference in inbound request. Uh, my phone my phone volume was like, I think it was something to the effect of like 112 voicemails that were specific to looking for quotes. It was like 700, 800 inbound calls. In, uh, sorry, 1,100 inbound calls. Um, it was something like 200 online quote requests up from, you know, 68 the year before. Um, and it all had to do with every single person that I interacted with in 2021 and 2022. Every single person I interacted with, I said to them, I officially established this business. It would be really helpful if you would go out there and write me a review. Those reviews are organic reviews. If you know who I am and you look up the website, and I'm not going to tell you because I don't want it to be like that, but my reviews are organic. I didn't pay for those reviews. Maybe I paid for them in the sense that I wasn't charging full price, but every single review on there is true. Every single review is real. And that's exactly how I went out there and went after it. The website is absolute dog shit, guys. It's a Google-formulated website that I, that I paid for with my Google Administrator subscription. There's nothing to it. The online quote request form is, hey, send us a message. There's nothing to it. I went so bare bones on absolutely all of this because in 2022, with $6,900 in revenue, I said, you know what? I wonder if I can game this system. I wonder if I can follow my plan in 2023 and I wonder if I can do it without spending any money. So that's exactly what I did. I built that website with $15 a month to a Google administrator. And I just told you that I got 1,100 inbound calls. I told you, and I, I barely answered the phone. And I told you that I got, it was 200 and some odd, 268 or 273 online quote requests up from 68 the year before. We're talking like ridiculous numbers for a person who now today in November 2023 now owns seven total 20 by 20 tenths 20 by wide tenths I told you that I was going to get Eureka pricing for 30 wides and 40 wides and do the same thing with Aztec and Anchor and all of those uh, reputable businesses the reality of the situation is that plan that I was building I found out this year that plan that I was building was for me to quit my job And it was good, it would be great, if I didn't have a job. (laughs) It would make sense if I wasn't doing this, essentially like it's a side hustle, which in, in total reality, it is a side hustle. But what I really found out amongst all the things, and this is probably the most important thing of this podcast, what I found out was that I was legitimately struggling to determine whether or not I wanted to build this business to grow or whether or not I simply wanted to use this business as a way to make some side money. This should be and should have been so much easier for me as a side hustle than it should be for the the majority of you who are starting because you haven't done this before. The real struggle I was having was that I was basically having an imposter syndrome. I was basically having a I'm overloaded in my brain space syndrome And the overload was not the work. The overload was that I wanted to buy a 40 wide and dance floors and 16 foot box trucks. And I wanted to immediately, immediately, immediately skip every single possible rational decision and go straight from zero to 12,000. I wanted to go to the bank and get a $200,000 loan. Like I went to the bank to have that conversation more than one time. I went to multiple banks more than one time. I completely went mental because what I used to know is big warehouses, big trucks, big jobs, big everything, hire people, put training in process, do sales, you know, manage team. Like that was the biggest lesson of all of 2023. I didn't do any work of, 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 of substance. I did 25,700 and some odd dollars to date year to date in 2023. In 2022, I did $6,900, $9,600. So, you know, 
hey, pat on the back, great job. You, you increased your revenue by 200%. Awesome. But like, I wasn't answering the phone. <laughs> I wasn't answering people's emails. I wasn't responding. I, I barely did any work to get that $25,000. And that was all because I was struggling to figure out what am I actually doing here? $25,000 as a side hustle is outstanding. It really is. It's outstanding. Like, that's not bad money. But I couldn't figure out, and I can't figure out, couldn't really, I did figure it out. I couldn't figure out what the end goal was for this business because I walked into this business on an impulse, knowing what I'm doing, with equipment, with money, with an idea, with ideas, with a plan, but it was all impulse. 2021, impulse. 2022, when I started the business, impulse. 2023, I went out and I found two Eureka 20 by 20 tops in phenomenal condition that somebody was selling on Craigslist 35 minutes away from me. They put these tents up twice a year, once for Memorial Day and once for Labor Day at their family's cottage. And they wanted like $700 for these tents. So I said, are you serious? I went down, I looked at them. They're brand, they're brand new. They're 22 years old, but they're brand new. That wasn't a part of my plan. I was supposed to stop at five tenths. The first phase of my plan is five tenths. The second phase of my plan j- jumps me up to eight, one of which is a 30 or a 40 wide, likely a 40. Okay? I screwed, I screwed the pooch. I didn't follow the plan at all. I went down there, I pulled out $1,000, and I drove 45 minutes away, and I bought these two tents. Right? Every single piece of this whole last three years has been mismatched, impulsive, not following any bit of advice I've ever given to anyone. And I thought it was really important for me to use some of this drive to basically just explain that to you. I'm a normal human being who has normal human being problems. I have a full-time job. I've got a two and a half year old child. My wife is pregnant. I bought a bigger house. And as everyone who's looking at houses knows, interest rates are pretty darn high. So I had a career change. I dropped, you know, over the last couple of years, I've basically been operating in a place where I'm making $30,000 less a year than I was making the last three years. It's, I'm having a hard time. So all of these things are kind of making their way. And I'm, I'm hoping that this is relatable here because all of this stuff is making its way into what we're talking about. All of the personal life challenges are impeding my thought process, my ability to get out there and get after building this business. Because the answer to where it is that I want to go with my own tent rental business is mostly at this point defined. The definition of this is simply, I want to figure out how I can continue to build the business larger without spending more money. Pretty vague, right? It doesn't have to be as defined as I think it needs to be defined because I'm not going to quit my job as a fireman so that I could build a tent rental empire. I can build a tent rental empire while I'm a fireman. It's that simple. I'm just not executing. The phase plans are by inventory. The phase plans are by total personnel. The phase plans are based on financial return on investments of individual items to get me an average of return on investment. All of this stuff is calculated. My return on my investments itemized I've got $5,000 left on that credit card right now. I'm going into year end, not taking jobs because it's year end. And I've still got $5,000 worth of debt on that credit card, right? It was really, really different to have to manage every single aspect of the entire business. It was really, really, really different to have to look at this and say, this is mine, my name. Like my name is on this. I have to do a great job. This has to be perfect. Really, really, really different to have done all of this basically all on impulse and not with my plan. So is there tons of awesome successes this year? Of course there is. I jumped from $10,000 in revenue 
to $25,000 in revenue. That's a great feat for anybody, right? But that wasn't good enough. It's not good enough. My goal for 2024, I'll, I'll, you're gonna, we're going to do this together. Like I'm going to be sharing this stuff with you. My goal for 2024 is there are three goals. I did $25,000 this year. So goal for 2024 is my actual just straight up, let's make this a realistic goal is $40,000 in revenue. Okay. My goal for uh, another goal for 2024 is to secure a third long-term rental. I currently have two long-term rentals that will be coming back in 2024 and I'm looking for a third, okay? Super easy goal to obtain. My other goal is to reduce the actual volume of equipment that I'm utilizing. And this is where things really get haywire. A person that I'm going to be bringing on for an interview and eventually may become a part of a, a either a regular or a co-host or something similar to that... Um, brought up a really, really unique concept to me. And, and we're going to dig into that with him. But that concept was essentially like, uh, you're getting too wide. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, you want to build a strong foundation. And I think everyone agrees that you want to build a strong foundation. But his point was basically, you're buying more than you're putting out. And he said wide, not tall. I'm getting too wide because I'm making more work for myself and I'm not maximizing the equipment and the inventory that I have. This is something I already knew, but sometimes you need somebody else to kind of smack you in the head and tell you what you're doing wrong. And that's exactly what that was. He said, you don't need to push all seven tents every single weekend. And he's right. And besides, I can't because two of those tents are locked up as long terms, which leaves me with five. Well, I'm currently driving because I let a friend borrow one of my 20 by 20s to bring it down to a vineyard, which he now owns, by the way. Different podcast topic for that one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And he said he was going to bring it back to me. And I said, great. Guess what? He didn't bring it back to me. And it's about to snow. And it's about to get freezing temperatures for the next several days in a row. And that vinyl is, that tent that I put out there for him is actually, unfortunately, the worst of my tents, which has a pretty decent... Uh, a pretty decent tear in one of the valances. So I don't want that thing to get wet and freeze and then damage the vinyl further. So my dumbass is driving an hour and 20 minutes to go pick up a tent that I let somebody borrow. That's that story. (laughs) 2024 is going to be a good year. 2024 is going to be a year where we take a look at targeting... uh, Sorry, targeting turn rates targeting and looking at the data. How many of those 20 by 30s went out? How how many times did my 20 by 30 go out? How many times did my 20 by 20s, plural, go out? White Springs Fire Department, let's go boys! Go get them! How many times did I put out all of my equipment? Right? If you do the math on 20 turns, 25 turns, 18 turns, 15 turns, whatever works for you in your season, how long is your rental season and how many times can you make that a reality? How can I figure out to maximize all of that equipment? Because the way I used to think about this was I would rather have more equipment, so I'd rather buy and spend more money and have extra, just in case, by the way, than keep exact numbers and maximize what I do have now. And I'm saying this to you, and this is starting to get a little lengthy, so I apologize. I'm saying this to you now because my dad basically called me out one weekend. He's over there. I'm stringing up my tents because I just washed them and I'm letting them dry in my backyard between two trees. (laughs) And he's like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, what does it look like, dumbass? I didn't say this to my dad. This this is in my head. I'm like, what does it look like, dude? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging up my tents. They're wet. And that's what I said to him. And he's like, no, that's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is why are you telling me that you, that your busiest weekend was supposed to be July 13th, 14th, and 15th. Absolutely everything that you owned was going out. All your Every every single thing I own. All of my sidewall, for some reason. All 10 bistro tables. 42 8-foot tables. You know, uh, I've got 15 6-footers, by the way. That's a different conversation for a different time. All 12 of my 60-inch uh, rounds. 288 white folding chairs. 
320 by 20s, 120 by 30, 120 by 40, and then both my other ones were already locked up in long term. Everything's out. What are you telling me? Why are you telling me that all of that equipment, which was supposed to go out, which is supposed to be something close to the total of around $4,000 for the whole weekend, $4,200, for just that weekend, by the way, you decided that you weren't going to take that work. And this is like September, by the way. Uh, this, I'm sorry, this was the last weekend in August. And I'm like, first of all, why are you coming at me at the end of August talking about something that was five weeks ago? And he said, because you just casually told me that that's what happened, which I did. I was going on vacation with my family. I had a really intense weekend uh, with work and with my fire department and my volunteer fire department and my career fire department, 24 hour shifts and a couple of crazy things that needed to get done with some training and with some of my responsibilities at the volunteer firehouse. My wife actually called my mother-in-law and said, can you please come into town this weekend? Cause it's that busy. We need help. I canceled and stopped taking a bunch of the work for that weekend, which was supposed to be around $4,200. It ended up being that I just put out a 20 by 20, did a table and chair and resin chair delivery with linen. I did a couple things. It was still a fine weekend. It was still a couple thousand dollars, but it wasn't 4,200. It wasn't 4,700. It wasn't almost five grand, which it could have been. And my dad teed off on me. And he said to me, you haven't shown me one time since you started this business that you're actually as good at this as you think you are. And like, he wasn't being mean. He was being a good dad, right? It was a really, really impactful conversation because none of the way he said it or what he used in words was him being mean. It was him saying like, I've seen you do crazy things before. I've seen you be awesome at this. Before any of the other conversations that you guys have listened to me talk about related to the, the, the GM and the ops manager and those things. Like, my dad has seen me do some crazy stuff. So he's looking at me like, yo, I'm proud of you in the first place, but like, you are not doing what you could be doing. You are sitting on a gold mine here. Your truck, he says to me, your truck is your gold mine. You should be using that truck at every single point all the time to move equipment. You should be having your buddies who have been helping you, firefighters, all these guys are firemen. Your firemen who are perfectly good at swinging sledgehammers should be taking that truck and that trailer and they should be offloading every piece of your equipment every single weekend all the time. You, and he pointed at me, he said, you're not doing the work. So my friends, 2024 is gonna be 2024 is gonna be the year. We're gonna be looking to target four tents every single weekend because I'm gonna pull one of them out of service. One of the 20 by 20 tops has gotta go. We're gonna look to move two 20 by 20s every week, one 20 by 30 every week, one 20 by 40 every week, all right? To get to $40,000 in revenue, that's about 16 turns per item. It's actually a little less than 16 turns per item, but there's some weird item pricing that kind of changes all the numbers around, right? So we're talking about 16 total weeks to make $40,000. Setups on Thursdays and Fridays, takedowns on Mondays and Tuesdays, because my schedule's erratic. We're also gonna be talking about, these guys have been asking me to do more work. These firefighters who were making fun of me for doing tent rental, who now have put in some time with me this year, have said, hey man, like, when are we doing another tent? They're not asking because I pay them $25 an hour, which I do. They're asking me because they're having fun, which was the whole reason I wanted to get the business started in the first place. If you go back to the first episode, you're gonna hear me talking about how much fun I had doing this with my friends. Because at 16, 17, 18, 20, 21, 22, 23 years old, I'm slinging tents with all my best friends. These guys are pumped to make 25 bucks an hour. I'm pumped to pay them 25 bucks an hour. But they're not asking because they wanna make $125 on a Friday. They're asking because they wanna drive down to Geneva with me right now on the lake to go pick up a tent that I shouldn't be picking up. So we're gonna have a great year. We're gonna bring in one of my buddies to talk about some of this crazy stuff. We're gonna use numbers. I'm gonna show you what I'm doing. 
I'm going to show you how I'm going to take that $25,000 revenue from 2023 and how I'm, how I could, if I wanted to, how I could make that more than 70 or $80,000. I'm going to show that to you because what I do with my tent rental business isn't really that important to what you're, to you who are listening. What's important is in my experiments and in my doing this myself, pointing out how I can make more of make that more money for you. The whole point of this is for us to get better as as an entire group. So if I'm not out there putting my money where my mouth is, it's not going to be fair for me to ask you to listen and keep listening. So this year, this winter, as we move forward together, part of this whole podcast is going to be me talking about the things that I am or am not doing my own recognition as an owner operator. Part of those things are going to be way higher level and way deeper dives. But I just kind of thought to myself, I'm not operating a $2 million business. I can talk to you if you operate one and you want, you want to get into some really cool technical, you know, weeds, but the average person listening to this is probably operating under a million dollars. And to be fair, I'd really appreciate it. And I'm going to put a poll out there to see, to see what, uh, to, to see what it is that you're doing. What, how are you operating? How big are you? It's going to be revenue. The polls are going to be looking different, but look, look in your Apple podcast, look in your Spotify podcast in the next couple of weeks. Um, to start taking a look for some of those polls because I'm going to do that, trying to gauge a little bit more, get a little better information from you as the listener um, to see, you know, to see who it is that we're speaking with, right? The folks that reach out, the folks that we do a little consulting work with, like that, yeah, I get that. Like I, I know you, but um, <laughs> there's a lot of other listeners out there. So uh, this has been super long. I'm very, very sorry. I'm going to put this as a, a, a context that, yeah, this is a long one and it's a ramble, but I really, really appreciate you giving me a little bit of your time. Um, this is the longest episode I've ever done. It was a complete rant. My name's Paul Spatola, Rochester, New York. Please like, please subscribe, please give it a rating. And actually, if you wouldn't mind, um, if you're a Spotify listener, I'd really appreciate it if you get me some Spotify ratings because I've got 20 on the Apple Podcasts and I've only got zero on uh, on Spotify. So if you don't mind, I'd really appreciate a Spotify uh, rating. And if you could write a review, that'd be great. As always, shoot me a message, 585-303-1336. Email me. Uh, you can email me at, at um, uh, paul at Rochester Tent Rentals. That's a new email that I'll be putting out there. That's my that's my business, paul at rochestertentrentals.com. Uh, my personal email is pspats44, P-S-P-A-T-S-4-4 at gmail. Um, this is the Tent and Event Rental Industry Podcast, guys. Thank you so much.